This is Peter Fabricant, social media editor for the Journal of Isikos, here to introduce the February issue of the journal. In addition to an introductory editorial by our editor-in-chief, Professor Nick Van Dyke, this issue contains a series of systematic reviews, as well as one current concepts review and two state-of-the-art articles. This summary will review four articles, which may be found in the February 2017 issue of the Journal of Isikos, as well as online at jisikos.bmj.com. While the journal is officially published every other month, the website is updated in real time as manuscripts are finalized, so check in frequently for updates. This issue's editorial by Professor Van Dyke celebrates the first year of publication of the journal and reflects upon the journal's place in the orthopedic literature. Designing a new journal from the ground up has its advantages. We began as a digital journal in the digital age rather than having to adapt. New articles are published online when they are finalized rather than waiting for paper publication. In addition to the systematic reviews, our state-of-the-art articles are written by international teams of thought leaders, providing a unique perspective on the topic at hand and serve as excellent resources for orthopedic trainees and veterans alike. Going forward, Professor Van Dyke plans to continue to foster a culture of excellence at the journal by building upon our first successful year. The first article discussed in this podcast is called Lacking Evidence for Rehabilitation Following Arthroscopic Bankart Repair, a Systematic Review by Brand et al. This systematic review was performed with the goal of evaluating the evidence regarding rehabilitation following anterior-inferior capsulolabral repair in patients with anterior shoulder instability. To that end, the authors assessed the American Society of Shoulder and Elbow Therapists ASSET, Consensus Guideline with the Appraisal of Guidelines and Research Evaluation tool. They then performed a systematic review to find any randomized controlled trials that compared different postoperative rehabilitation protocols. Despite only finding two RCTs and a limited evidence base overall, the authors noted that the 2010 ASSET guideline is applicable at this time, and there is insufficient available evidence to suggest one rehabilitation protocol over another. The authors called for future prospective research to help answer this important question. Another systematic review published in this month's journal by Kay et al. entitled, Graph Choice Has No Significant Influence on the Rate of Return to Sport at the Pre-Injury Level After Revision ACL Reconstruction, a Systematic Review and Meta-Analysis. The authors sought to evaluate the rate at which patients return to sport after revision ACL reconstruction based on graph choice. They performed a meta-analysis on 16 studies with 944 total patients and noted that the pooled rate of return to pre-injury activity level was 67% for those with BTB autographed, 55% for hamstring autographed, and 64% for allografts. The authors concluded that there was no current evidence to suggest a significant influence of graft choice on the rate of return to sport at the pre-injury level after revision ACL reconstruction. However, there is a lack of high-quality comparative studies. Also, the small differences noted in this study may be confounded by other patient factors that were not reported in the primary studies. Future prospective comparative studies or rigorous, large, prospectively collected database analyses are required to more precisely answer this important question. There are two state-of-the-art articles in this month's issue of the journal Visicos. The first, by Eigendahl et al., is entitled Osteochondritis Desiccans of the Elbow, State-of-the-Art. In the state-of-the-art review, Eigendahl and colleagues provide a comprehensive overview of OCD of the elbow, beginning with epidemiology, a historical perspective, and differentiation from Panner's disease. 
an excellent overview of pertinent anatomy is presented alongside micro-CT, sectional anatomy, and anatomical specimens with latex casting illustrating vascular anatomy. Classification of lesions, treatment strategies, pearls and pitfalls are included, making this an excellent single resource for learning about this complex and rare disease. The second state-of-the-art article is by Koga et al. and is called Revision Anterior Cruciate Ligament Surgery, State of the Art. In this excellent state-of-the-art review, a panel of international ACL experts, including Drs. Freddie Fu and Lars Engebretsen, discuss the state-of-the-art of revision ACL reconstruction. With an increasing number of ACL reconstructions being performed each year, there has been a commensurate increase in the rate of revision ACL reconstructions as well. The authors begin by highlighting a top 10 reading list of revision ACL reconstruction articles. After reviewing causes of failure to consider prior to attempting revision reconstruction, they provide a structured approach to treatment. They review how to identify primary and secondary causes of failure and discuss radiographic evaluation, graft selection, tunnel placement, associated injuries, and pearls and pitfalls. This is a great article for every ACL surgeon to read, and many will find new tips and tricks to reference for their next complex revision ACL reconstruction case. Thank you for listening to this podcast review of the Journal of Isikos. All of the articles in this summary and others may be found in the February 2017 issue of the journal, as well as online at jisikos.bmj.com. <laughs>